you could really not get Google to generate a picture of a white person. It like, it like was hard coded out of the universe. Maybe the best was an attempt to generate the Pope, which turned up um, <laughs> like not the Pope. It's speaking out of both sides of its mouth where it's like, where's the white people? And then it's like, I can't talk about race. These children that are coming in with someone that says, I'm their mother, aunt, uncle, or whatever, we have no way of verifying that. We do not. We used to, President, under, under President Trump, we had rapid DNA testing. That's been done away with. Are they given money, these people that are released into the country? So it's our taxpayers that ultimately facilitate the travel. But Wait for it. Here we are. Hey guys, welcome back to Resistance Chicks. We're your hosts, Leah and Michelle. We're back in action. We're back in something. We got cold medicine and we're not- We're not on drugs. On drugs. Mm -mm. We are perfectly capable of bringing you the news tonight. Because we're not operating vehicles. I did earlier. You did, I'm just joking. After a round of NyQuil with the, mm. this new kind of NyQuil. That's not illegal, by the way. A new kind of NyQuil. Yeah. I didn't just take it and, and then and go somewhere. I actually slept for a little bit. Okay. And then I, I learned that this is just a, not a good idea to take unless you can commit 48 hours to sleeping straight. <laughs> okay? <laughs> no, because your body disembodies. Leah, you took NyQuil. Yes, honey child. Sometimes when you just get get the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, it's great with my pillow. But sometimes... The, they say, take it so that you can rest medicine. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I was like, I have done nature has, I have done all the nature things. <laughs> I have done them all. I have steam bath myself. I have collodial silvered. I have, okay. I didn't collodial silver. I, I'll be honest. Cause I, because you can't, if you're doing iodine. Okay. That's so doing the iodine, you know. don't want to mix the two. Okay. Okay. So I'm an iodine chick. Yeah. So you got to be careful. So I, I, I've been doing the nasal rinses and I've been doing For the stuff. For those of you that don't know, our, I said this earlier this week. I said it when we didn't do Revelation Red Pill. Our home has been invaded by a mucus monster. And honestly, it's been fine for me. I've been so fine. You know why me and the mucus monster have got along great? Because the mucus monster just drains like a waterfall. But then the mucus monster turned its back on me. <laughs> and clogged up the dam <coughs> so that my nose could not breathe and I refused to be a mouth breather. <laughs> I refused. I couldn't couldn't take it anymore. I was like, I have done the mullen. You guys got told me to get mullen. Yeah, so I did Amazon one day mullen. Okay, it came. I've done the teas. I put my face over the thing and I'm steaming the thing and the mucus is like, <clears throat> ain't breathing, girl. And I'm like, you know what? I'm doing it. 
I need to breathe. I need to sleep. I want to say this. I want to say thank you to everybody who has given us suggestions. I do. I do. Because they're I helping. Say, they are I helping. I want to say this, though. Yeah. The suggestions that some people give are surprising to me. Like what? Because they, it's like, don't you watch our show? Like, they're like, try this, which I can't say on Facebook. And I'm like, but we've been telling you guys to go buy that. Of course, that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So... I don't know that everybody exactly knows our history of if so. So you need to know this. If you go to resistancechicks.com and you put in the search bar, what to do if you get the bug, or just the word bug, mm -hmm. there's two articles that'll come up. What to do if you get when your family mm -hmm. gets the bug, and what to do before your family gets the bug. Yeah, and all of the things that we do to not get sick and to heal from getting sick are there. Mm -hmm. They normally work 100. percent but the, that was for COVID. Right. You but know, what I'm we're saying talking, is. Colds and flus, you just kind of, you, you can help get over them, but you that's a process. You're going to get it. Like, yeah. what I mean is you got to go through it. There's mm -hmm. no, like, you're, there's only way. You can lessen it. Right. Which I believe we totally have mm -hmm. with all the things that we have done. Absolutely. We've done all the things, and I appreciate any new things. Somebody sent me a recipe for an oxymal with sage and ginger. I did a new thing with the um, onion poultice. poultice, which people seem to really enjoy, and it helped a lot. I made an onion cough syrup. That was a new thing, and it actually does bring up phlegm. Mm -hmm. Those are good things. I, that's you know who else wants to talk about these things on our show? Every it's headline news. It's Friday, I think February twenty third. I think it should be the headline news: Nation overcome by mucus monster. You and I'm going to say, and I want to see the visuals. I want to see the team doing the visuals. Boom, 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 boom. It's a mucus monster coming at you. Actually, Mucinex did do that. Do you remember the Mucinex Mucinex monster? Yeah, it was a big green blob. Somebody had that idea, and they're like, "We're taking out the Mucinex mon mucin mucin mucus, mucus monster. We're taking him out." Right? Yeah. Mucus monster, be gone in Jesus' name. So there, there so are update, was. Patriot Gallery is doing much better, but yep. she's still in the thick of it. Now she's taking, she's sleeping. Like she's, she's asleep right now. Um, like Jack there's, doing the best. He's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. I think he doesn't want any more stuff thrown at that's him. That's what it is. He's like, no, legit. I'm, I'm like, okay. are you having, tr are you nauseous? Are you having trouble? Are you coughing stuff up? He's like, no, no. I'm good. They're, my like, mom why, made the how cutest can you face. Be good? Leah goes to hand her some um, dandelion something or other. And my mom was, she's like dandelion. half dead. Like she literally had just sat up for the first time in like 48, 24 hours. Yeah. And she, her eyes got as big as saucers. And she's like, no, 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 no. You gave that to me last week and I got diarrhea. Yes, I'm telling my mom's diarrhea story on air. I'm allowed to do that if I want. If, if we don't, who will? That's right. These are the things that you need to learn. So... Am I allowed to tell people um, this is a no holds barred show tonight? No. What I mean is Leah yells at me sometimes when I talk about the different things that we've done. I will say this. I have taken today. I, I had stopped taking the medicine that makes you feel really good. Mm. And this morning woke up feeling pretty bad. Mm. Like I'm still sick. Like you can feel the sickness in your bloodstream still mm -hmm. like it, like your body flushes like, oh, shoot, I'm still sick. Because I had taken the medicine that makes you feel There's good. There's COVID two days protocols, flccc.com. Yeah. You can get a doctor to prescribe them, and also right. So get, yeah. I did. A t I wasn't even sure if I was going to be able to do the show tonight because mm -hmm. I was feeling so poorly, and here I am because I took a half of one of these medicines, mm -hmm. and I just want to say that they're very powerful. Okay. 
Anti-inflammatories are powerful. Yeah, I think that <laughs> they're powerful medications. Go to the FLCCC website and they have stuff for colds and flus and COVID. Is this a COVID? I'm not going to say it's so. not. I don't, I'm not going to say it's not. Okay, I'm not going to say it's not either, but I can say my opinion. But my opinion a, is I don't feel but like it's, it is. You don't feel spike protein running right, around I your body. I don't feel spike protein-y. But you never know. So we're treating it like it is, and so does FLCCC. Right, yeah. So we're hitting it with the protocols. Protocols. All right. So you know what tonight we're going to do? Oh, boy, Leah. Last week, we did soap opera with Fanny Willis, part one. And I, it was, to me, it was cathargic. And That's it was not like, how you say that word. Stop. You're not, I, you've lost my cathargy. Just let me go with it, because guess what? You, j- it's you know what? It's it was cathartic for me, and that's the way my brain feels. So let me go with it. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care tonight. There's lethargic tonight. and cathartic, and you just went cathartic. Cathartic. Okay, it's cathartic to me. Oh my gosh! <laughs> she hates if I mispronounce words. You know what you're gonna do? You're gonna breathe in yourself. Breathe out. You know what? You're going to breathe in Holy Spirit. Breathe out yourself. And let me say that this story is cathartic to me. Cathartic. Yeah. I can't help it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. This soothes my soul. <laughs> it's it's like the National Enquirer, but it's real news. We're not bringing you fake gossipy news. Kind, They're bringing. Kind of the, they, no, it's not. Okay. It's not fake and it's not gossipy. It's this little, woman okay, right. is taking, trying to take down the president of the United States and 18 other people. This is not gossip to say that she's having an affair with the man that uh, she hired as a prosecutor who's never done any sort of federal prosecuting a day in his life as a special prosecutor. Okay? So, yeah, we're airing out her dirty underwear, Fanny. Oh! That just didn't sound Laundry. Right. Dirty laundry. It just sounded wrong. Why are we, why are we airing dirty. out underwear? Because it's dirty laundry and I said <laughs> And the show's over. It's this is if you go, I want to know what is going on with the chat. There's no one there. Because tonight. we're talking about Aaron the dirty underwear. You got- <laughs> the they don't even know what to do with us at this point. Fanny, 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 Fanny. Okay, so Fanny Willis is the prosecutor who's trying to take down Trump for election um rigging or interference or malfeasance in Georgia. And it's a really big deal. I mean, these are federal crimes facing like multiple years in prison. Mm-hmm. And she's lying about this affair that she's having with this dude. And so we covered it last week and it made me feel good. Okay. okay? Because it was just it was just stupid enough to not feel like it meant it was important, but it was important enough to cover. Right. So here we have Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade called each other 2,000 times in 2021. Now, what this does, it sets up the timing of, of them lying so under oath like to how long they... a day. You're doing some math. 365, it's six times a day. Because you... It's like six times a day because it says it in the title. Oh, it does? I literally did that. No, I kid you <laughs> not. I said, no, you can't do that to me today. Uh, you cannot do that to me today because I literally did that math in my head. Kaboom. <laughs> wow. That's on bright part. It says I see that now. It makes me look like I cheated. Six times a day. I actually was like, is that six times? Because then 365. <laughs> and I was like, what am I doing with the extra 65s? I was doing the threes is what I was doing. Before they said they say their That's romance so began. So they, 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 they're funny. lying and lying and lying. There's more lying about where the cash was. Black people just keep cash on their hand. We just keep cash. Because he paid for the trips, then she paid him in cash. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh, where, is, oh, where is Judge 
Judy. Where's Judge Judy? That's a good question. Okay. So they called each other, each other 2,000 times in, in 2021. Now, this is a big calls. deal. Lawyers for President Trump have special prosecutor Nathan Wade's cell phone records. Wow. And it's bad for the Fulton County District Attorney, Fannie Willis. The official story. You guys, I'm telling you, it's NyQuil talking tonight. Welcome. This 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 is not this sponsored program by is brought to you by. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I know you're all disappointed in me, but I didn't eat McDonald's. <laughs> I don't like McDonald's. <coughs> and I don't drink Coke and I don't do any of that stuff. But you know what? I needed to breathe and sleep for a second. <laughs> don't get on me, please. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I just needed it for a moment. <laughs> and, just, and none of these people required that you told the truth. You didn't have to tell them all the truth. But I need to tell them. I need to because I feel like I'm holding in a secret because it's still in my system. <laughs> and so if I say something, I am blaming it on the NyQuil. Mm -hmm. They got a new kind, Cool Max. It's for your throat and everything goes down. Woo! Really powerful. What got on your shirt? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Why are you pointing things out like that? Now I'm self-conscious. Nobody can see. No, don't, don't, don't close your shirt like that. You look weird. Nobody can see it. Nobody can see it. Then why'd you point it out? You're like five years old. You're like a sister. You're like a little monkey. You're going to start eating things off me now. I am five. Do not. The only, I, I, monkeys only pick and eat things off each other I'm in captivity. I'm not anything off it. Really? I believe so. You I made something. that up. No, there's other stuff too, and I'm not getting into it. The things they do in captivity. They're healthy in captivity. They're healthy, not in captivity. Let's put it that way. Zoos, they don't belong in zoos. You know what else is a circus? Circus, circus. Down there in Fulton County. Now, dun, dun, dun. The official story from the Fulton County DA and her former lover, Nathan Wade, made through <laughs> sworn filings and sworn testimony, was that their personal relationship started in 2022. But in February, on, on, in a February 2nd, 2022 filing, the DA Willis, her little fanny, submitted Wade's affidavit to the court, which stated, in 2022, District Attorney Willis and I developed a personal relationship. DA Willis and Wade both testified that their relationship started sometime in early in 2022. But Trump's lawyers have Wade's cell phone data. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and disproved their official story. In a filing this morning, from President Trump's attorneys, records indicate that the relationship between D.A. Willis and Wade was romantic well before Wade's November 1st, 2021 appointment by Willis as special prosecutor. You hide your boyfriend, okay? <laughs> oh, jeez. You side, you side job. Uh, Trump's attorneys were able to obtain by subpoena to AT&T. Maybe that's why the AT&T went down today. Mm-hmm. They were as a retaliation. Yesterday. It went out, it went out oh, yesterday. yesterday. By subpoena to AT&T, Wade's cell phone records from uh, January of 2021 through uh, November of 2021. Wade's location data was analyzed by an investigator hired by attorneys. An analytical tool which generated geolocation data that pinpointed Wade's presence at the DA Willis's cell Fulton condo. Bum, bum, bum. Ain't just talking to you about business. Oh, I'll yeah. be at your condo. Okay, here are the highlights. Number one. Wade and Willis exchanged over 2,000 voice calls and just under 12,000 text messages in oh that gosh. year. Wow. 2021. Geolocation data indicates... And I feel like this is an invasion of privacy, and I don't like this. I, I don't like this. You know, like, I, I'm a little... I'm old school. I'm like, 
let's go back to Andy Griffin. Well, uh, but hang with on the, though. If, we, if we're with if your, this is a criminal investigation, you have to get to the bottom of it. I don't like that people can be tracked by their cell phones. Period. Me or a criminal? Yeah, but like every Matlock episode, they they get phone records. Like that's from the eighties and nineties. But geolocation data oh, I missed from that your part. phone. I missed that part. I don't. I don't want. No way. Yeah, you're right. I'm like I, thumbprint. That's like old school. I'm like, I, let's do thumbprint. But like, I don't like being able to be tracked. I don't like the fact that the government can know where I want went somewhere. Yeah. Anybody can know. I don't like it. I just don't like it. I agree. I agree. I hate it. Okay. You know what? And, and I know that I know that gives criminals. I know you can kind of catch criminals in that. But the more good people, I believe, get caught in that than bad people. Can you turn off your Ge- no geo tracking on your cell phone? I do not think so. I mean, like your geo tracking history. I don't know, but geolocation data indicates Wade was at a DA Willis's condo at least thirty five lo- uh, thirty five lo- uh, occasions. I, I don't like that. I don't like that you can tell where I've been. The data revealed he was stationary. Where are you going? That needs to be kept secret. It's my own. If I go to the bathroom, I don't need you to know. I do not want to be geolocated. I don't want anybody in if the government if, to okay, geolocate me. You're worried me. about going to the bathroom because they're going to geolocate you to your house, not specifically. No, I just to don't like the idea. I feel like it's an invasion of privacy. To, to does George was George Washington able to be geolocated? Right. Was, so what they're saying what, is essentially by you using it's a, a cell tracker. Phone, you're no longer your 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 um, willingness to use a cell phone is now your. You have surrendered the right to the data that it contains, mm-hmm. which is interesting. You're right. I don't like it. I think it's I an invasion of privacy. I don't. It is. I feel like it's. I think it's too far. I think it's insane. You've gone too far now. Absolutely. Well, that's here's the thing. That's what they were doing with like all the Trump people. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I don't like it. Uh, the January sixth, but it's here now. So here we have it. She he was stationary and not in transit at the condo. Wade's visit to D.A. Willis's condo were corroborated by texts and phone calls, according uh, according to the report. On November 20, 29, 2021, following a call from Miss Willis at 11.32 p.m., while the call uh, continued, Wade's phone left the East Cobb area just after midnight and arrived within the geofence located on the Dogwood address of the condo, blah, blah, blah. So you can see, I don't know if Michelle's got it up. That's a, that, I've got a zero hedge up, and that's the bright part's fine. Is, is good enough. It's important to know that Trump's investigators under a serious time constraint due to the nature of the proceedings before Judge Scott McAfee and wasn't able to analyze all of the Wade Willis data, which he described as voluminous. The two visits listed above, those are just a small fraction of 35 trips that Wade made to D.A. Willis's condo. If his review continues, then more revelations will follow. The extensive communications between Willis and Wade and the thousands of calls and tens and thousands of texts indicate something more than described as friendship. We don't want to go out on a limb, but these records are a game changer. Uh, and so she's going to have to be disqualified as you know, I, I would think she needs to be fired, period, from ever holding any sort of yeah office at all. She lied. She lied under oath. And, these and, so, are, did, and so did so did he. he. Well, here's the thing. Let me explain something to you. If somebody is having an affair, mm-hmm. they are a very good compulsive liar. Yeah. You don't, how is, how are we taking anything this woman says? We need to start holding people who have affairs accountable. And you have to understand people who have affairs, they do hide. 
Right. They lie. They obfuscate. They they twist words. Right. They know how to manipulate. Did I start to say manipulate? Mm-hmm. And so they're manipulating liars. They're not going to tell the truth. It's done. It's over. Stick a fork in her. She's done. She's out. Boom. Now, I think she should be brought up on charges. 100%. And this whole thing against everybody, and I think everybody should get to sue. Yeah. Counter sue for a malicious and fake and false prosecution. Right. This is not where our country should be right now. This is insanity. They picked a very low IQ person mm. to bring this against Trump. The Fulton County prosecutor put her in place. She's very low IQ, but she does one thing well, lies. She's a manipulating liar. She's very good at it. And she got caught in a geofence of her own making. This wasn't a small affair. She traveled all over the place with this guy. Everyone in their life knew. They've had friends testify, former uh, and, and here's the thing. What they do is they just keep lying and they just keep lying. That's what the Clintons have always done. And people eventually believe them. If you can get the media to continue to lie for you like they did, you know, with Woodrow Wilson back in the 20s, you know, you can almost cover up anything. Ryan says she's got Democrat immunity. Yeah. Kimberly says that's what burner phones are for. Mm-hmm. She also says this has to be my favorite show from you guys. <laughs> you, are you trying to say something about taking NyQuil every show? Oh, my God. Is that what you're trying to say? Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't think that's a good idea. That's, we should not. We shall not. We shall not do it. All right. So the court in Alabama has issued a major, major ruling. Mm. It's very good. It's very good. It's amazing. And I haven't, I've been waiting to, to bring this to you guys all week long. The Alabama Supreme Court ruled this week. That human life begins at conception and must be protected explicitly, listen to this, appealing to God. Wow. I'm going to read some of this. So good. Alabama. The Supreme Court of Alabama doing good things for the work of the kingdom. So hang on. This is a different Alabama article. That's, yeah. (laughs) I'm bringing up the article. Alabama twice? Or is this, this this is not related? That is Trump that is related. But I'm going to talk about the good news before Trump. Okay, well then let me switch. We're going to switch the screen back here. So this Alabama Supreme Court ruling is 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 quite uh, powerful. And I'm going to try to bring up my my internets here. Didn't where You can pull it up from here for now while you're waiting. All right. Here it goes. Here we go. All right. From uh, Chief Justice Parker. A good judge <clears throat> follows the Constitution instead of policy, except when the Constitution itself commands the judge to follow a certain policy. In these cases, that means upholding the sanctity of unborn life, mm. including unborn life that consists outside of the womb. Our state constitution contains the following declaration of public policy. This state acknowledges, declares, and affirms that it is the public policy of this state to recognize and support the sanctity of unborn life and the rights of the unborn children, including the right to life. Article 1, Section 36 of the Alabama Constitution 2022, adopted November 6, 2018. Come on. Sometimes referred as the sanctity of unborn life amendment. As noted in the main opinion, these cases involve unborn life. 
a fact that no party in this in this case disputes. Therefore, I take this opportunity to examine the meaning of the term sanctity of unborn life as used in Section uh, 3606 and explore the legal effect of the adoption of the Sanctity of Unborn Life Amendment as a constitutional statement of public policy. In summary, the theologically based view of the sanctity of life adopted by the people of Alabama encompasses the following. God made every person in his image. And every person, therefore, has a value that far exceeds the ability of human beings to calculate. And the human life cannot wrongfully be destroyed without incurring the wrath of a holy God who views the destruction of his image as an affront to him himself. Section 3606 recognizes that this is true of unborn human life, no less than that of all other human life, that even after birth, all human beings bear the image of God and their lives cannot be destroyed without effacing his glory. Woo! That right there, honey child. The people of Alabama have declared the public policy of this state to be that the unborn human life is sacred. We believe that each human being from the moment of conception is made in the image of God created by him and to reflect his likeness. It is as if the people of Alabama took what was spoken by the prophet Jeremiah and applied it to every unborn person in the state and said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I, was sancti I sanctified you. Jeremiah 1.5. Woo. All three branches of government are subject to a constitutional mandate to treat each unborn human life with reverence. Carving out an exception for the people in this case, small as they were, would be unacceptable to the people of this state who have required us to treat every human being in accordance with the fear of a holy God who made them in his image. For these reasons and for these reasons stated in the main opinion, I concur. Wow. Oh. That's really oh, powerful. Oh. <laughs> We're bringing in church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, this is the Alabama case here that Preach it, Leah says James. Ooh. Save the babies, Lord Jesus says Chris. Now, Love it. Now, this is it is a hot potato. Fire, fire, fire says Kimberly. What it is is this is a ruling on Alabama has ruled that frozen embryos are children. Okay. First of its kind decision affirms life at its earliest stages, but complicates the future of in vitro fertilization. And this is what I'm going to get to with Donald Trump weighing in on in vitro. Last week, Alabama extended protections beyond the unborn in the womb to the unborn outside of it, becoming the first state to rule that frozen embryos are children under the law. Wow. The decision has elicited praise from some evangelicals who, believing life begins at conception, want to see these snowflake babies treated as people rather than as commodities. Let's to clarify for those that don't know, that's not we're not that's not a derogatory term, the snowflake baby. Um, it's not like lefty snowflakes, just FYI. So when you are going through in vitro fertilization, they take out a bunch of eggs and they fertilize them, mm -hmm. and um, they they stay in the freezer. I th this I think that in vitro fertilization has to be banned. It should be banned. You cannot continue to do this. You're because what happens is it's not just one on one. Mm -hmm. We're forgetting the fact that you have made other people mm -hmm. and you're keeping them in, in a cryogenic chamber. Mm -hmm. Because we know this because we've had friends take one, adopt and, them. There's a whole adoption thing and, that you and, can and do. insert them into her. This is an and it was like an eight year old embry embryo in, in, from India. Yeah. And she now has an Indian-looking child. Yeah, it's an adorable baby, and it's a miracle for them. But 
Um, you have just on on its face the idea that you're going to create multiple options of life and then discard them. Mm-hmm. In a case brought by the parents of several embryos destroyed by a fertility clinic, the Alabama Supreme Court affirmed on Friday that unborn children fall under its wrongful death of a minor act, regardless of a develop of development stage, physical location, or any other characteristics. That is, even if they are stored in a freezer and have not yet been implanted. Mm-hmm. An estimated 1.5 million embryos are on ice in the United See, States. See, that's not, that's so, it's not just morally wrong. It's not just ethically wrong. It's spiritually wrong. You don't have, you guys, this, we can't, you have to stop in vitro fertilization. 100%. You have to stop And it. I get it. There's probably a lot of you guys watching like, I wouldn't have had my child without that, yada, 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 yada. Well, listen. But you have other kids probably frozen somewhere. It needs to be stopped, guys. The fertility treatments like IVF. We don't get to play God like that and uh, create lives that then get put on ice. You don't get to do that. I guess 40, 42% of Americans um, know somebody who's had IVF. Uh, the ruling doesn't ban IVF, but since the procedure often results in leftover embryos that are kept indefinitely on ice or destroyed, fertility clinics aren't sure what the implications for them will be for their storage. See, this is uh, it's messy. It's very messy. The issue of excess embryos from IBS and the ethics of the process itself have become a bigger part of the pro-life conversation. It seems to me that with this ruling, the ruling should have addressed this. Mm-hmm. It should have been part of the, the bill, I think. I think that they probably were thinking it wouldn't pass if they did, so I get that. But you don't get to just leave this whole thing hanging now, unfortunately. Yeah, it's this is, this is this is what happens when you start to do mad scientist to bring life. Like, I mean, Leah Michelle, how do you know that in virtual fertilization is wrong? Well, when you go back to the fundamental reasons for, let's say, Sarah bringing in um, Ishmael's mother, what was her name? It was it Bilha or something like that? Do you remember? In the Old Testament. Yeah, something like that. So you look at all these times, whether it was Rachel or Leah giving their handmaids um, to Jacob or whatever. All of the times where these people have tried to take matters into their own hands. At the very fundamental sin level of that was you're not trusting God. Mm -hmm. Now, Michelle, how far do you take that? Or does that mean you're not going to take supplements or something like that to make yourself more fertile? No, that's not the same thing. You're literally, whether via science or via literally just taking another person and having your husband sleep with that person to bear you a child, which is was um, actually acceptable back then, believe it or not. Um, but it wasn't acceptable before God, but societally it was. So... Either way, at the very basis, we understand that God's heart is, you trust me to bring, it says God opens and closes the womb. Mm -hmm. God is the creator of life and death. Life and death are in his hands. And so when you're going to go creating a life at a microscopic level with scientific tools in an unnatural way, that's not God. Mm-hmm. And it never will be. And I understand so many of you out there. Yeah, but I've we've got this miracle. You have a miracle of science that God is using because he's so good. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
because that's how good God is. But that doesn't mean that that was his plan all along. Yeah, no. And and the the real issue with in vitro fertilization is the leftover children. Okay. And the second issue is the fact that somebody else is implanting into your uterus and going into places that that's that's where life begins with God. Yeah. Uh, now Donald Trump has weighed in on this ruling. He is worried um about in vitro fertilization. He says, under my leadership, the Republican Party will always support the creation of strong, thriving, healthy American families. We want to make it easier for mothers and fathers to have babies, not harder. That includes supporting the availability of fertility treatments like IVF in every state in America. Like the overwhelming majority of Americans, including the vast majority of Republicans, conservatives, Christians, pro-life Americans, I strongly support the availability of IVF for for couples who are trying to have a precious baby. Today, I'm calling on the Alabama legislature to act quickly to find an immediate solution to preserve the availability of IVF in Alabama. So it's just very interesting for Donald Trump to be weighing in on this. Um, I would ban IVF. I would. That's what I would do. I would outlaw it. I think that uh, it results in death, death of children. Well, at, at the very least, they're frozen on ice, which is completely unnatural and very sci-fi. Right. You know, too far to me. But Absolutely. I love the Alabama's ruling. They're just amen. All right, Jamie uh, Diamond uh, of J.P. Morgan. Uh, he sold 822,000 shares of J.P. Morgan stock for the first time as uh, J.P. Morgan stock hits an all-time high. Other banks are going under. Other banks are having str- are, are struggling right now. J.P. Morgan's at an all-time high, and he's selling almost a million shares. Hmm. This sounds very ominous. And he says, our company's doing good. Hang on. He says that his company's doing good while he's selling stocks? A million shares. Hmm. At an all-time high. Mm-hmm. You know, he has to say his company's doing good so he can sell his stocks at all time. I mean, these people are crooks all the way through. We're going to talk about the woke Gemini thing, but we're not going to do that on Facebook. So Biden brags that the Supreme Court can't stop him from canceling student debt. What? Do we have a clip? Yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah, that's it's on. It's Supreme Court of the United States blocked me, but they didn't stop me. Huh? Say it again. They didn't stop me. But that's what it means to block. <coughs> Joe Biden held a press conference to brag about a major accomplishment this week. That itself was hardly surprising in an election year, but the boast itself was rather curious. And announcing the writing off of another $1.2 billion owed to the government in student loans, Biden gloated that the Supreme Court could not stop him <coughs> from Dude, acting. I can mute you when you go to cough. You okay, just I, don't, I, I can't. I don't know how can to you tell give you. Me a signal? Okay. Okay, I'll try. That was like throwing up a gang sign, though. I don't know how to do it, like, uh, stealthily. <laughs> Everybody's going to see. It's like, it's like <laughs> you're not hiding it, but yeah. Uh, not stop him from acting unilaterally to cancel the debt. For an administration running on saving democracy from its political opponent, the chef-thumping brag that no one can stop him was a moment of impressive political dissonance. Biden spoke at the Julian Dixon Library in Culver City, California, and noted that his effort to cancel billions in debt was initially halted by the Supreme Court. It has also been opposed by many in Congress, and the polls show that the public is split on the idea with 47% in favor and 41% opposed. It is doubtful that the plan could ever make it through Congress. So Biden again acted alone to write off a massive amount of debt owed by the public. Earlier in my term, I announced a major plan. And he said, he's, you know, that's what he announced. 
Biden has been found to have violated the Constitution with impunity in the past. This includes, includes rulings that his administration has exceeded his authority and engaged in racial discrimination in federal programs. Indeed, Biden has often displayed a cavalier attitude towards such violations. For example, the Biden administration was found to have violated the Constitution in its imposition of a nationwide eviction moratorium. Do you remember that? When they wouldn't let people evict people from their properties mm. because of COVID? Hmm. <laughs> he admitted that his White House counsel and most legal experts told him the move was unconstitutional. He ignored their advice. <laughs> Recently, Biden blasted Trump for saying he'd be a dictator from day one, taking unilateral action. So you're saying Trump's going to be a dictator. But you said the Supreme Court blocked me but didn't stop me. Who's the dictator? Oh, my gosh. I just have to do a shout-out to Frank. Because Sherry says, Hi, everyone. Dinner at the in-laws, so I'm a little late. I will have to go back and listen. Now, Janie says, Yes, you don't want to miss the beginning. The beginning was really hilarious. I'm not going to lie. Um, we may be a little bit under the influence of drugs. It's Cold medicine drugs. Cold medicine. Uh, but then Sherry says this, we were supposed to eat at six. They're still not eating. So my husband went home and got my computer. Frank, you good job, buddy. That's a husband. And then Minkle says commitment. <laughs> that is real. That's awesome. Tea resistance. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I want to talk about this. This is a kind of interesting. CBS fired a bunch of people. Including our girl, Catherine Herridge. Uh, I like Catherine Herridge. She's got I that like short that little she, bob cut. She was at Fox News, mm -hmm. and we loved her. And then she went to C CBS, and we were She's, actually kind of happy because she took truth with her. She said she said facts matter. Yeah. And she has been reporting on Hunter Biden. Mm-hmm. But she's been fired. Dur, dur, dur. But not only has she been fired. But they went and got her files. They got all them. All oh, them files. They got her sources. Now, traditionally, journalists get to keep their sources. Uh-huh. Sourced in their own sources, in their own filing cabinet, in their own brain, in their own computer. But they took them all because she was going at the Hunter Biden story. So Jim Jordan launches an in inquiry oh, into CBS, the seizure of her personal files following her unprecedented termination from the organization. This is not, I'm not kidding. This is getting crazy. A letter from Congress. On February 13th, 2024, Paramount Global, the parent company for CBS Broadcasting and CBS News, terminated the employment of the renowned award-winning journalist, Catherine Herridge. Notably, prior to her termination, Ms. Herridge gained significant authority, uh, notoriety as one of the few reporters who is investigating the Hunter Biden laptop scandal and covers investigations into the Biden family. According to news reports, Ms. Herridge's termination stunned her co-workers. This is from Jim Jordan, by the way. Two, it's a letter from Congress on congressional paper, and drew the ire of the viewers and journalists alike. Currently, Ms. Herridge is, and at the time of her termination was, engaged in a First Amendment-based legal dispute in which a federal judge threatened to hold her in contempt and levy significant fines if she did not divulge sources who gave her information about a federal investigation. Upon terminating Ms. Herridge, CBS News, in an unprecedented move, allegedly seized her personal files, most likely contained confidential material from Ms. Herridge's stints at Fox News and CBS. Wow. Fox News and CBS. This move by CBS reportedly left many um, people wondering what's, what's going down was shaken. Guys. Guys, 
Minkle says the deep state wants to know who are her sources. They oh. want to know. You know what though? I'm think what. I, so, I, it's it's um, unprecedented. I think this is probably one of those times. You got a laptop. We taking a laptop. That's what we do. You know, I know they're talking about this is a Hunter Biden story, and maybe maybe this is associated with that. But this reminds me of every single time a journalist gets onto something that's literally huge. There's something here, here. So there's something here that Catherine knows about. She's just not talking about it. Okay. I think that there's something very, Pray very for big. Her. Because you'll notice that Tucker Carlson was fired from Fox. Okay. Just before he was about to blow the lid on the, or well, right as he J6. was blowing the lid on the J6 stuff. So. I would get. Who's I would living guess. in a fascist government? We are. You are. We are. Yeah. That's how this works. <laughs> That's how this works. They come take all. They, oh my goodness! My goodness! You're not allowed to tell the truth. Try to tell the truth. Try to tell the truth. Her firing. It'll come out though. Stunning it's coworkers left many staffers shaken. I'm it, sure she has a kill switch here somewhere. One source says it's so extraordinary. Telling the New York Post. Noting that the files, which are presumptively now the property of CBS News, mm-hmm. most likely contain confidential material from Heritage's. Oh, yeah. The source also said the network boxed up all of her personal belongings except for Heritage's notes and files wow. and informed her that it would decide what, if anything, would be returned to her. They never seize documents when you're let go. They never do that. They want to see what damaging documents she has. CBS says, uh, pushes back and says, we have respected her request to not go through the files. Why did you take them? Wait, what? And out of our concern for confidential sources, the office she occupied has, has remained secure since her departure. Lies. What does that even mean? Is this a crime scene? I've seen the movies. I know how you people put out press reports. You You're the see- press. They're the press. You lie. I know I've seen the movies. You get behind, you're like, tell them that we cut. Ca- I got this idea. <laughs> tell them that we took the we took the notes and the files, but we're not going through them. Just tell them. They're not going to believe that. Tell them. Mm-hmm. Tell them. I stole your diary, but I didn't read it. Why'd you want it in the first place? And tell them, like, we kept the office secure. We're going to keep it like a mausoleum. And like... You know, spider webs are going to grow in it. We're just Here's never going to open Here's it. Here's what doesn't make any sense, though. Uh, guys, I, I have a legit question, and I don't care if I ever look stupid. It's one of those days. It doesn't matter. I have never held a job employed by someone else like this, where I have, like, an office. I'm, we own our own business. Okay. I was under the impression that when you get fired, you go and pack up your own stuff. Go get Is, your- am I wrong? I thought so. I thought you go pack up your stuff. Like, we are prepared to pack up the rest of her files immediately on her behalf with her representative present as she requested. Oh, After she gets somebody, a representative. She gets a representative, but she can't beat her. What did she do that was so bad that she had to be fired? Fired. She is one of the most top notch journalists in the entire world. Top notched. Top notched. Yes, she is. <laughs> sources it depends feared, on if you're trouble, in trouble. Maybe not. Okay. Forces fe- sources have feared that the network's actions could have impact 
on her First Amendment case because her documents may contain privileged conversations she had with her lawyers. Budget or cuts, the, they said, says Minkles. Ha, ha, fired. Barbara says, I hope those sources that got stolen have bodyguards. Also, I hope she was smart enough to make copies or leave misleading info in those files. Ooh, you know Ooh. what? That's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start leaving misleading information. Oh, you will? I will. Hmm. 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 Pack up your own stuff with someone there watching, says Sherry. Thank you. That's Hmm. what I thought. Hunter Biden carefully claimed Wednesday that his dad was not financially involved in his foreign influence, influence peddling. A change in the previous denials. Joe Biden has said before he knew nothing of his his, uh, son's business. (laughs) So I'm telling you what, guys, don't. Yeah, this is this is no bueno. Pray for her. Pray for her safety. When we start coming after these I, That's things. what I was thinking about. Like, like, is she about to be a Clinton body count? Did you know up until 1913, you kept all your earnings? Despite this, America still had schools, roads, colleges, vast railways, subways, <sighs> and an army and a navy. Tell me again why we need taxes. You're making me angry. Everybody's Leah. like, Leah, if we don't, like, have property taxes and income taxes, like, where are you going to get like, the roads from? Like, they don't, like, come out of the sky, Leah. You have to have taxes and income taxes. But... Michelle, we had tariffs. But here's the thing. We had roads before 1913. Did we have roads before 1913? Yes. But, but you know what they weren't? They weren't super highways. But we, we didn't funded ha- our government from tariffs mm. and donations. But there are also some things that you just don't need. And if you need them, you raise private funds. You know what they have around this country? They're called toll roads. I like them. I like you want to go? Toll. And I think it was say Pay to toll. Pay to toll. You know what? And you know what I don't like? I don't like that you make your roads. You make me pay for your roads, and then I can't bicycle. <laughs> and it's not safe for the Amish. Mm-hmm. Not even in rural rural areas. We had yeah. a friend who was, was driving his buggy on a very rural, empty road. I don't was, think it was that empty, but yeah. Was hit by a car. All right, we're going to go. We're, we have a big story here from Gemini and Google, but not faux. Facebook, no, 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 no. Here it comes. Facebook, no, 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 no. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I'm having an out-of-body experience. It's NyQuil. I know. It's powerful medication. I know. It's called being slap happy. I've only had a few hours of sleep. I think there's a little bit. We can't blame it all on the NyQuil. Leah literally has had no sleep. Well, the problem is when I can sleep, I I, I can't sleep. I can't physically sleep. And then when I... When, when I, you fell asleep, then I got to get up. I had stuff to do. I have places to go, people to see. It shows to do. And now I have, now I have a song in my head that I just made up. <laughs> this is the train. Woo! Off the rails, baby. I don't even know because this morning I hadn't taken any cold medicine. And you were on fire. You were preaching, doing them live streams. And I still was on fire. It wasn't. I was not on. And that's the problem. I wasn't on any. I hadn't been taking any cold medicine at all. Mm -hmm. I've been just doing all the natural stuff. And then Mm -hmm. the mucus monster was like, we shall prevent you from breathing out (laughs) your nose. And it's like, (laughs) I'm gasping for air. If you would like to breathe, bathe it all. 
<laughs> I got tariffs for this baby. My oxygen gets to go freely. You know what? I don't have to pay tariffs. I don't have to pay taxes. Oxygen is a gift from God. And that actually goes into our next story about being a gift from God. Here it comes. Because I have rights that come from God, do you not know? But MSNBC does not know because there is a pundit here, Michelle's going to play her in a moment, who says you are a Christian nationalist if you believe that your right to breathe, your right to, to, to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness come from God. She obviously is so stupid she's never read the declaration of reading trump but the independence listen to this idiot breathe do, do, do. the one thing that unites all of them because there's many different groups orbiting trump but the thing that unites them as christian nationalists not christians by the way because christian nationalists is very different mm -hmm. is that they believe that our rights as americans as all human beings don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. The, the one thing that unites... Play it again. It's that's almost there's unreal. many different groups orbiting Trump. But the thing that unites them as Christian nationalists, not Christians, by the way, because Christian nationalists is very different, mm -hmm. is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. Okay, so sister, I just, can I have that, Leah? I don't, she clearly has never read the Declaration of Independence. I wanted, I was bringing it up to see if it changed. It hasn't. Are you sure? I don't think you can change the Declaration of Independence. While they're doing it with the AI, George Washington's black. I know. I have to tell you, though, he looks better black. He looks pretty cool. He looks great. The cool, he lo he's a very cool looking black guy. Like better looking black. Like I'm looking at him on my wall right here. White guy. Oh. Actually, I don't know if I could bring the, the Matt's camera on here, but um, wh white guy. No, don't take it off. Don't, 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 don't. White guy, black guy. He looks better as a black guy. Right? I don't know. I we'll like, show him. We'll he show needs him. to be. He's, I'll, he needs to be. He needs to be himself. No, I know. I'm just saying. He looks pretty good. But that's not him. You can't say he looks pretty good. So when you have him, it's a different dude. Hey, 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 hey. And now you're discriminating. Now you're I gotta choosing ask between a two different no, people. No, I'm just saying. And like an AI generation. Did the AI put blackface on George Washington? Yes. That is racist. Yes. <gasps> yes. So, so you, you titled this AI Goes Woke. Uh-huh. AI, AI Goes, goes Racist. racist. Okay, so I just checked, and the declaration still says to this day that all men are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Among these are the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Read yourself some John Locke, honey. And stay away from the NyQuil. <laughs> or maybe you need to get on it. Get on some NyQuil. I don't know. How, how can you be? You so dumb. Do you remember that? I mean, yeah. you so dumb. <laughs> you so dumb. Like you. Can we, can we go ahead dumb. and go to this now? No, because I had to take about to Facebook to talk about it. Oh, we well, we did just talk about it. I could at least show it to him. Okay, because I just said it. So I just want to be free to speak on I mean, it. Look at it. I mean, it looked pretty good. I'm just saying. History be messing. <laughs> History be messing. The AI did that. Not really sure why. Oops, I didn't mean to click on you. No, you don't. So um, I want you to bring up my commercial break. Okay. Let's see. So every once in a while, there's just a little... Michelle has some memes, and I think you should I think you should bring up memes that you send me throughout the week. 
and little Instagrammy things, you need to bring them up yourself because mm -hmm. you just need to do that. Mm -hmm. But for me, this made me smile. So this is what we call commercial break. It's just something this week that made me smile. Here we go. And and it was a are we explicit? So we're just bringing it up and yeah. have to. So this is a corgi race. Go! Then they're up. Oh my gosh, that's adorable. I just did They it. race on dirt. I just did it. I did it. Okay, that's. Oh okay, my gosh. Really All cute. right, so let's go to the Amish. Speaking of the Amish, so you, we've talked about Amish, uh, Amish Amos Miller. He has a really giant CSA. It's a food co-op mm -hmm. and the government has just been hammering him because he's selling meat and we've told you guys there are certain rules and I don't have the patience to tell you all the stupid rules right now of why he's under attack because it's very confusing and convoluted but you can't sell meat that you butcher convoluted. to people and every state is different my favorite state for uh, my, fa my favorite site for this is farm to consumer legal defense and it will tell you what the rules are in each state mm -hmm. for raw milk and eggs it's all different in each state for instance in the uk you're not allowed to sell washed eggs because you're when you wash them you take the protective coating off right. in the united states and the grocery store or at in Ohio and the farmer's markets, you have to sell washed eggs and you have to keep them at a certain temperature because once you wash them, you have to, you have to keep them at a certain temperature. We don't wash our eggs. They sit on the counter for like a month. They're fine. They're fine. Don't touch them. Stop it. Okay? Meat. In Ohio, you can butcher up to 10,000 chickens on your own property and I can sell you a chicken. I could tag it and bag it and hand it to you today. <laughs> and you can hand me some money for it. Mm -hmm. Okay? Boom. A pig can't do it. You got it. You you and I can't do it by the cut. However, I could take it to a local processor. You could buy half that hog, but you couldn't buy a quarter of that hog. Mm -hmm. And they could cut it up and put it in different cuts. Right. You can buy a, a quarter of a cow, but you can't buy an eighth of a cow because an eighth of a cow and eating that by the cut and selling that by the cut is more dangerous. They gotta be done. They gotta be butchered in a USDA facility where they spray them down with oh ammonia. Oh dear! And disgustingness, and it sits there, and it and it's with preservatives and nastinesses, and you don't know how long the meat in the grocery store yeah. has been taken to get there. Oh my god! But I know that if I go to, I got. There's so many local. Those local processors, if they sell anything bad meat, they're done. That's it's true. word of mouth, baby. It's it word is. of mouth, honey. Yeah. Things go bad. Something goes bad with the animal. They Somebody's going to know about it. Okay? I'm telling you, that's the same thing like with the Amish. Things go bad. Somebody's going to know about it. It's going to shut down. It's going to be capitalism. Right? Amos Miller is an Amish farmer in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, whose farm was raided by the Department of Agriculture. The PA Department of Agriculture also detained thousands of dollars of worth of food, which members of Amos's community rely on to feed their families. His court date is set for this Thursday. And we are wow. praying in come Jesus' on. name. We're praying for victory. We're praying come for on. the Holy Spirit to come in here. Amen. We're praying to bring down the big ag and the big food system that's trying to yes, poison our Lord. bodies. Whoa. And this man's trying to feed you with healthy food from the ground and loving God doing it. Okay, many people need to be there. If you can, it's in Lancaster Courthouse, Lancaster, PA, if you're in Pennsylvania. The rally's at 1130 a.m. They got a court hearing at 1.30 p.m. Let's listen here to this guy. Look at this beautiful 
facility he's got going on. He's he's Amish. I think he's more. Uh, uh, he's got to be more Mennonite. I mean, look, he's got they got light bulbs. There we go. Okay, New Good Order summer. Amish. Pennsylvania, and I'm going to take on a tour of the cooler, show you some of the food back here that the government will not let people eat, and uh, get you to meet the cows that are producing this amazing nutrient-dense food. So if you're not familiar with the Amos Miller situation, Amos Miller is an Amish farmer here in Pennsylvania, um, living according to Amish beliefs, uh, farming, uh, raising food the way God created it. Um, milking cows, unadulterated raw milk, healthy grass-fed, nutrient-dense, life-giving milk is what this farmer produces. And he's teamed up with a community of some other farms that also uh, supplies the customers. They're doing a great service for the American people and for their private membership that they sell to. All this food has been sitting in the cooler, detained uh, for about a month now. Let's just kind of go on a tour here this is uh if you don't know about uh raw milk uh it'll ferment over time this jar right here exploded a little bit from the pressure it's been in here for over a month the salsa's detained water kefir's detained granola detained that that's unsafe look it up there can't sell maple syrup anymore pickled beets uh canned and fermented vegetables. This is how people used to make food before the big factories got a, got a hold of it. We've got the Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture. Pro product under detention. Look at this yellow butter right here. Look at all this butter. Shelves and shelves of butter. Um, kefirs, yogurts. Whey is unsafe. We've got a whole other room back there. I mean, this is easy $100,000 worth of food. Goat, uh, goat products, beautiful goat dairy product. Look at all this cheese here. You're probably at home now wishing this was your refrigerator, right? Wishing that. This is the freezer. I'm in the freezer right now. Wow. Look at all this, man. You got soup broth. Looks like some chicken stock. All kinds of different meats. Just more detained product. This is really quite a shame. There's a court rally coming up on February 29th. Hope to see you there. I'm definitely going to be there. All right. So February 29th, that's this Thursday, 1130 a.m. till uh, the court hearing. I just, I just read that. So yeah. I'm going to read it again. 50 and North Duke Street, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, 17608. That's at a million, one and a half million views at least. It's um, huge. This is something that's been near and dear to our hearts. Before we started Resistance Chicks, this was where we were at. We were in the food freedom movement. Mm -hmm. um, go ahead and bring up the FL, uh, the Farm to Consumer Legal Defense Fund, the FL, um, FTLC, FT, FTLC, FTLD. There. Farmtoconsumer.org. Farmtoconsumer.org. Um this, if you guys are a homesteader or you have a, um, if you, if you have, if are trying to sell to people, they will help you figure out how to do that. You pay your dues. And stay within And then the if you ever get raided, then they will represent you. Yeah. Um, he was knowingly circumventing um, certain regulations. They are not rules. They are not laws. And to the MSNBC reporter, the laws of nature, nature's God, say that the food that he was producing 
is the legal food. Yeah. And McDonald's should be, if anything, McDonald's should be outlawed. Amen. Right? This breaks my heart. That's that's our that's our heart and soul. So join us. Where can they join us uh, tomorrow to talk so about these things? So tomorrow we are going to live stream it to our Rumble channel. We've got the co-creating with Heaven mm-hmm. with uh, Pastor Devonese, and she's got a whole amazing slate of speakers Leah and I had been planning for a month to attend in person, but I am afraid that I am still contagious. I still feel physically sick, which means that you should not go around people, especially Mm -hmm. with how bad this is. Um, And and thankfully, she's already set up for other Zoom speakers. So it's not the end of the world. I just still hate it. So we're going to Zoom in uh, our talk on the chickens and we uh, chickens. So everybody can watch this and it will be. 10 to uh, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's just February and people are getting sick and it is what it is. Yeah, we've never had to cancel because of being sick. So it bugs me, but I'm trusting God and it's going to be great. It's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal day. I'm really it excited is. about it. It is going to be great. It's be and awesome. I'm excited to be able to live stream it. We're going to also mm-hmm. um, live stream it to uh, Kay Cottrell's YouTube channel, The Late Bloomer. She's got 111,000 subscribers mm-hmm. on YouTube. And yeah. so um, that should get quite a little bit of traction. So mm-hmm. excited about that. All right. So let's say goodbye to Facebook now. And we're going to, I have a really interesting, like I call bombshell where Dr. Phil went down to the border and he made a program and he, he's talking about the illegal immigration, talking about sex trafficking. Oh, that's huge. And he's on Joe Rogan talking about it. I know. It. No, that's huge. You don't, you don't want to miss that. I'm actually really, really excited about that. I can't imagine a more dynamic, because Dr. Phil clearly can handle anybody, right? So not only can he handle Border Patrol, he can handle Joe Rogan, which is huge. So yeah. I'm super uber excited about this segment. Um, but before we say goodbye to Facebook, um, this is really huge. Let's do this. Okay. Let's go to givesendgo.com forward slash Burke. Boom. All right. So this is really exciting. Bards Nation is doing something really pretty cool. And that is buying property. <laughs> now, it's not just buying any property. If you guys attended Bards Fest in Flemingsburg, you understand just how phenomenal this venue is. And it's not just a venue. It is a campground. I think it's um, 55 acres with 285 mm-hmm. um, camping hookups. And um, Scott, he had such a really great relationship with the owner there, um, Willie. We all mm-hmm. fell in love with Willie. And God just kept speaking to Willie that Bards Nation needs this this property and there were a couple of um hiccups along the way and then finally it just kind of all came together Mm -hmm. they came up with a deal they needed uh twenty seven thousand dollars they doubled that almost all but doubled it with other donations so the give send go right now says twenty three thousand um but they got a donation of twenty five thousand dollars um, and then there are other donations. So uh, effectively, the the first goal to take the, the property off the market has been met, but not just met, but doubled. And all of that extra money is now going to the next phase, which Scott hasn't updated yet, but the goal is going to be like 400 and some odd thousand dollars. Once that goal gets reached, then the property will be literally purchased by Bards Nation. And then um, Willie will hold the note for 10 years. And But um, it'll be just a, a note 
but Barden's Nation will have the 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 title. Okay. And then this is going to be used as a ministry hub for a whole host of things, homesteading, homesteading conferences, classes, uh, deliverance ministry, um, you know, places for you guys to, to go. If you just need a place to stay, you'll be able to bring your camper and just be a part of the ministry. And, and who knows where this is all going to go, but it'll be the home of two Bards Fests every year, um, which is really, really exciting. So um, if you guys want to become a part of that, then I want, I want to encourage you to go to givesendgo.com forward slash Flemingsburg. And you can already even now start donating for that second phase of fundraising. Um, I think that there's about six months to raise those funds. So six months to get 400 grand, no problem. God can do anything. Um, Lee and I don't generally look at the money, but we definitely want to encourage you guys, if you are able to financially, if you are not, then we just want your prayers. God, Scott just wants your prayers. But if you are able to give financially or share this out, share it with people because this isn't just going to be for Bard's Nation. It's not just going to be for the Resistance Chicks family or everybody that's in this kind of patriot movement or whatever. This is a ministry hub that's going to, I think, in the end, turn out to be something that we've never seen before. Um you know, just from the homesteading aspect and the classes, like eventually one day having like a blacksmith shop on there, butchering, you know, classes and like like a, a full time deliverance ministry kind of place and a place for, you know, maybe even Clay Clark wants to come and hold a conference here one day. You know what I mean? So it can be used for a whole host of things. And um, we're just really, really excited about it. Um and you can just be praying into it and praying that all the funds will come in. Um, I think. Scott had even said, you know, if for some reason, and I don't foresee this happening, but if for some reason, you know, it all falls through because the funds aren't met or whatever, Scott's like, I'll refund your money. We're trying to do this thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, and do you want to be a part of it? And we'll have work days there. So it's going to be really, really cool. So I just, I would be remiss. I've been trying to get this to you guys all week, but we've been sick. So we weren't able to be a part of the original fundraising. So we'll just kick it off, um, help kick off the next phase there. Um, so give, send, go forward slash Flemingsburg, um, give, send, go forward slash Flemingsburg. Any, there's no gift that is too small. You want to give five bucks and just say, I'm praying. Here's my five bucks. It's huge. It's a really big deal. It's not nothing to, to laugh at. So, um, there is that tomorrow night. Um, Doc Pete Chambers is going on the gospel of peace with Scott at his uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time time because he's got a very special event um, that he wants to to do. Um, and I'm trying to find the flyer for what it was. Wait, I think I went too far. Um, yeah, there we go. It says uh, formed up. Uh, 24 February 2024 Dripping Springs, Texas joined the Remnant A-Team Frontier Company. So they are launching a cavalry. A literal one. Like a literal one. On horses. So Doc Pete's going to talk about that tomorrow night and we will be streaming it to our Rumble and also to Scott's. So I think that's the announcement that I have and we will say goodbye to the book face. And let me put the link for Rumble in the chat. So you guys, if you're watching on Facebook, you can go over. Ryan also says it's also going to be a PMA, a private member association. Exactly. 
Thank you for that, Ryan. There's a lot going on into it as, you know, it moves forward. So, all right. Goodbye, Facebook. All right. So let's go over here, Michelle. What? Nope. It, it, it shut down. All right. Let's go over here to the Dr. Phil clip, which I find on Joe Rogan, which I, I find incredibly enlightening here. Dr. Phil shares an explosive interview here with the Border Patrol. I haven't seen this yet. I'm. Nope. That, that's why I'm like still excited about it. When I saw this it's come chief up. chief nerd. Okay. That's helpful. I keep thinking I have to grab the thing. Look how, look at this. We don't have to grab it. Mm-hmm. Muted? There it goes. These children that are coming in with someone that says, I'm their mother, aunt, uncle, or whatever, we have no way of verifying that. We do not. We used to. President, under, under President Trump, we had rapid DNA testing. That's been done away with. Are they given money, these people that are released into the country? So it's our taxpayers that ultimately facilitate the travel. But yes, travel is facilitated, and they are given all the necessities that they need. But that could be a trafficker. There's a very good possibility that they're being trafficked, that they're going into the sex industry, or they're being forced into sweatshops. And, and we know that. We're, we, we knowingly are spending our tax dollars to sell children into sex trafficking. How under any theory is that okay for us to be spending tax dollars to traffic children? Holy shit. Now, this is the head guy on the border. And I asked him when this went on a little more, we went in more depth. You know you're on camera here, right? You just said we're spending tax dollars to sell children into sex slavery. And he said, yeah. I said, why have you not talked about this? He said, nobody's ever asked me these pointed questions, but I'm grateful that you're asking them now. That's how out of control we are down there. We are, we are paying money to take these children and sell them into sex slavery. They, they, they come in with these addresses written on their bodies, written on their arm, and we call up there and say, uh, do you know so-and-so? Yeah, yes, uh-huh, we're waiting for them. Okay, they'll be on a plane or a bus, and you need to pick them up. And and I ask him, so some pimp or trafficker or whatever is picking them up up there, and he said, we are knowingly sending them up there for that. And he said, it's terrible, but that's what's happening. That's insane. That is insane. And there's no way of verifying with their parents they're going to or an aunt they're going to. There's no way of verifying it. And I, I asked him, he said no. Now, what, what justification could possibly exist where they would stop doing the rapid DNA test? You, I mean, what, what possible justification would there be to stop that? It, it, it makes no sense because you, if, if they find out, well, this isn't their parent— then, okay, what are they going to do with the child? And so right. I, I guess don't ask, and then you don't have the responsibility. But they're sending these children up there, and he's saying we are knowingly, we're knowingly sending them into either a sweatshop or the sex industry up there. Uh, I, don't, I don't quite understand. Is there another one? There actually is another one on... Um, I think I'm going to, there's, there's a couple more because Dr. Phil, I don't, I didn't know he was based, based Dr. Phil. (laughs) 
So he actually. You may go to Dr. Phil's page. Yeah, go to mine. I just tweeted out. Okay. He's talking about the madness of transitioning children. Well, he's a psychologist. I mean, a therapist, whatever he is. But he's Dr. Phil. I never know where he's going to (coughs) go. Right? So, yeah, here we go. Let's listen. Got some sanity coming in? Uh, Gender affirming care. You know, that's, that's interesting that they call it that. But really what they're talking about is hormonal therapy or sex reassignment surgery mm-hmm. on children. Mm-hmm. And in fairness, the American Medical Association, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Endocrine Society or whatever the exact name of that is, all of the major medical associations have signed off on this, Joe. They've signed off on it. And I have never seen those organizations sign off on anything with less information as to whether or not it does long-term harm of anything in my life. And when I, when I ask about that, when I bring that up, then they immediately label you as transphobic. And I, I thought that the deal was first do no harm. And all of the European countries, you know, Sweden, Norway, they, they've all stopped doing it because they say, we, we cannot say in good conscience that this does no harm. Because it does harm. If, if, if you look at the long-term consequences, if someone changes their mind at 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, um, they can't decide which pajamas they want to wear at night. And their reason for doing it mm. is it stops this drive for suicide, that there's a suicide epidemic. It doesn't fix that. It doesn't fix all the comorbid issues that come along with feeling like they're in the wrong body. Um, but yet they're pushing this, and it's we're going to do some shows that are already taped that are revealing what the real results of this are, and I think people are going to be shocked that these medical organizations have signed off on this. I think they've just given in to the pressure. Yeah, I just don't understand where the pressure is coming from. Another phrase they're using now is life-saving gender-affirming care. They like to p- smash them all together like that. Well— I, I don't think it's that. Uh, I just don't think that there's evidence to suggest that's true. Is this Here the guy is. you're talking yeah. about? He said there's no such thing as parental rights in Canada. Children have rights in Canada, and those kinds of policies restrict the rights children have. Mm. This is a wild thing, man. It's well, it's it's. I've never seen anything like it. But America's not far behind that because no. I've, I've talked to a lot of teachers, and they're telling me that they have a duty to the children that if the child is not ready to talk to their parents about this, that it's okay for them to keep a secret from the child. Now, let me tell you what my problems with this are and see what you think. Um, First off, if this is either a psychological phenomenon or a medical phenomenon, and the teachers are not trained in either psychology or medicine, they're Mm. not any more trained to deal with that than they are to take out the kid's spleen in the homeroom. Mm. So... If that's true, if it's a psychological thing, if it's if it's gender dysphoria, or it's a it's a medical uh, issue, then you need someone trained in child psychology, psychiatry, or medicine. And the teacher's not trained in any of those three things. Like I say, they're not any more trained in that than they are to take out the child's spleen. So how are they qualified to deal with that? Secondly, it's teaching the child to keep a secret from their parents. It's teaching deception and interfering between the child's relationship with their parent. Now, their issue with their their justification for that is well, 
if the child goes home and announces this, or if we tell it to the parent, then the child could get abused. The child could get judged. The child could get kicked to the curb. Uh, But they have to admit, statistically, that that is very rare. And if that's the case, that's what we have child Department of Child and Family Services for. That's what we have Child Protective Services for. If that's the case, then you call in for some intervention if the child is being abused at home for whatever reason. Uh, then you get intervention in that way. But you don't come between the child and their parent. The parent has the right to know what's going on. Without a doubt. And also, these people that are teaching these kids... Do we even know them? You don't know them. I mean, how much do you know about them before they start teaching your kids? Well, that's it could be insane. It's not like the threshold for teachers is so high that only the elite of the elite cross it. You see a lot of these weird people teaching classes, and you don't necessarily want them giving advice to children about decisions for the rest of their life. And here's an important point that people need to really take into consideration. There's a reason why they have little kids become suicide bombers. Because you can talk kids into almost anything. You talk them into believing in Santa Claus. You talk kids into believing in all kinds of ridiculous shit because they're really young. You could easily convince them in one way or another that they're anything, that they're, they're, they're queer, that they're trans. You could 100% convince some kids of all kinds of things, especially by reinforcing it with love and support and happiness. You can convince people of a lot of things. That's what's uncomfortable for a lot of people. For a lot of gay people, they're uncomfortable with the idea that a lot of these kids are just going to grow up to become gay. My friend Tim Dillon's talked about that a bunch. He says it's homophobic. It's like, it's like they're trying to say, no, you're a girl. And really, maybe you're just gay. Like, that's okay. It was always a thing. And now all of a sudden it's getting, you're, you're looking at little kids. It might just be gay kids. You're saying maybe you're a girl. Maybe you need to go to a gender reassigning surgery center and never have an erection or an orgasm for the rest of your life. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, it, They're it, so I, young. It, it, it's not, I don't think it's appropriate or safe for children. And I think you have, there is a huge body of literature uh, that addresses these issues from end to end, there's not a huge body of literature about the transgender population, and that's the problem. And what literature is out there suggests that you get, and this is where this is what you see from uh, the European countries, they've done study after study from uh, these suppressive hormones compared to doing psychotherapy, and there's not much difference. If you do psychotherapy, you can ease... <laughs> the depression, you can ease the suicidal tendencies with psychotherapy without doing the irreversible things. They say, well, you can reverse those things. No, that's not true. If, if you arrest the development, that can have ramifications long-term, or at least they can't say it doesn't have ramifications long-term. There's also serious side effects from the hormone blockers. Well, of course, and that's and if you're doing testosterone blockers, for example, um, that does have long-term consequences. And my point is they can't say it doesn't. They don't have a body of literature that says it doesn't. And I'm, look, What do you I'm think is behind it, though? Like, what, how did this, if it, this is so contrary to the way most people feel, what do you think is behind it, especially the push towards children, affirming children? Do you think it's because there's people that are queer or LBGT, whatever, and they want other people to be a part of their, their group? Is it they want more LBGT people? They want to encourage this behavior? They think it's suppressed, and maybe there's more people that are gay or whatever, and they want to come out and they just get suppressed by it, so they're trying to make it like more enthusiastic? Like, how is, how is this trans thing becoming a major point of debate with children where it never has in history? And your life and my life, 
there was never all this talk about trans children. Like this, it seems insane that we've forgotten that kids don't know what the fuck is going on yet. I think a lot of it is owing to social media platforms and the internet. I, I think um, this is what I'm talking about when I say the activist. I don't think speak for the community at large. I think okay, you they can, get you can stop him an agenda. There. You know, it's interesting pushing. to listen to Joe Rogan, and uh, he's like, "They didn't do this like when we were kids." And guess what? You know what? Also, they didn't drop f bombs like you, Rogan. And so Joe Rogan is like the the frog in boiling water, trying to be like the water's hot. Well, what he said was, you know, maybe you're not a transgender, maybe you're just gay. Well, what Rogan fails to see is that, and to note that that is part of the stepping stone of how we got here. Right, exactly. You don't get to just, it's like, I'm going to only go this far, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be a murderer, mm -hmm. but I may cut your hand or your leg off or mm -hmm. something like that. Like, you don't go back to, can we just go back to cutting people's hands and legs off? Yeah. Or like, there's no, when you start going down a sexually deviant route. Right. You are going to end up at child sacrifice. Absolutely. And if you bring up uh, Michael Knowles here at CPAC, he gives a really good defense on biblical marriage and where sexual relations actually belong. And Joe Rogan needs to go back there if you want to solve the problem. You can talk about the problem all you want, but you won't solve it until you go right. back to the what is the root of our issue? What is a healthy society look like? They can't really turn a couple of men or a couple of women or three men and a billy goat, for that matter, into a marriage. That's just not what marriage is. No disrespect is intended to anyone. Some people don't want to get married. Okay, there's no obligation, but marriage has a meaning. Marriage is and always has been the union of a man and a woman ordered toward the procreation and education of children. If you don't like that, don't blame me. <laughs> I didn't set the rules. It wasn't the mean old conservatives who did this. We did not invent marriage. Marriage is a natural institution. It just is what it is. The left will slander us as hateful for observing this fact. They can't really turn a couple of men okay. or a no, couple of women. No, you can't turn a couple of men or a couple of women into a marriage or a billy goat. Marriage is between a man and a woman, and sexual relations are designed by God for marriage. Not for homosexual whatever, it's not for liaisons, not for fornication, not for adultery, not for anything. Anything outside of the the, the confines that God set up for a, a specific thing. For children. Yeah. for Is going to cause the downfall well, and that's of where, society. Guys, I, I, I want to just very quickly remind you of, of, you know, the different Revelation Red Pill episodes that we've done and you know, different things that Scott's talked about. And I know that, you know, a, a very small portion of his audience has bucked at this. Uh, you guys received it very well. But just as a reminder, the Leah Michelle, Scott, why are you hammering so much that the marriage bed is designed for children? Because if it is not designed for children, then marriage can be between a man and a man and marriage can be between a woman and a woman or a billy goat and a man and because there should be no marriage. There's no marriage. There's no, there's no marriage. marriage because at the very fundamental basis of, of procreation is procreation. You are designed to be married in order to bring about a godly seed. That's the whole purpose. Okay. And so when you, when you take that away, you end up at cutting off kids' body parts. So, Leah Michelle, how is it that I, as a married person, 
can possibly have anything to do with what's happening to these kids in society. How am I at fault? Well, are you? did you take birth control? Did you get a vasectomy? Did you get a hysterectomy for um, the purposes of, of not having children, right? Did you get a tubal? Like, were you cutting off the purpose and reducing yourself to a form of a transgender and your relation with your spouse down to pleasure and not procreation? Because if you did, you are on the rung and the, the Alfred Kinsey and the Aliester Crowley, which is satanic, and the Margaret Sanger bandwagon. You don't realize that you were put there not probably to your to any fault of your own. You were brainwashed. But you need to people, wake up and recognize yeah, it. Yeah, people say, well, you're just saying that marriages should just be about making kids. No. Is food just about having nu- nutrition? Right. No, there's a wonderful... We eat food. God gave us food not just to keep us nourished, right. but he gave us a variety to enjoy it. And, right. and and so in marriage, God gives you sexual relations to enjoy it. Right. But there's a purpose behind food. And everybody knows the real purpose behind food is nourishment. And so when you eat and, you, and you're bulimic and you throw it up, that's the same thing. Well, I would say that, or if you're eating food that's not real, like if you've got petroleum-based... No, but I think it's a really good visual. Like, most people go, if somebody is bulimic... No, I then- was coming up... I had another visual. Okay. And so I was coming up with another visual. Okay. I'm I was just getting, saying that's, with that. That's one, and then I was saying, and, yeah. and, and in addition, I was thinking about, like, fake food, mm-hmm. like diet pop. Yeah. It's not real. There's nothing nutritious about it. Right. Diet, like, if you're eating... You know, you go to the you go to a restaurant. And you're like, can I have something that has no calories to eat, and that's food? Well, well, maybe, maybe I just have something that's petroleum based or plant or, or plastic, but that's what you're eating. It's plastic. Yeah. It has no calories, right? right? It's like you know, eating wax, the wax teeth right. or something like can, that. I want to go back real quick because I just keep and I know we say this on the show, but just to remind everybody, back to the Joe Rogan and the the Dr. Phil argument and these kids in the in their um, the transgenderism and all of that. The, the the brokenness of these children, mm-hmm. the brainwashing that has to go on to be able to, to mentally allow a child mm-hmm. to make a decision that will fundamentally alter their health for the rest mm-hmm. of their lives. And what I mean by that is your body doesn't just need mm-hmm. the, the testosterone mm-hmm to develop your gender right it you need it to develop cancer blocking cells Mm -hmm. to not have a stroke like it's it's part of the very building blocks of your growth Uh and if you skip that you won't have it later on and so the health ramifications of this Mm -hmm. they are not being given informed consent and i can guarantee you the lawsuits one day for this yeah Oh. oh my gosh oh my gosh yeah all right, so I want to go back to the illegal immigration thing uh, over here. The city council calls for investigation of Mayor Adams' plan to give illegals $10,000 debit cards. <laughs> uh, yeah, you want to bring up this uh, video here? It's crazy. Our questions tonight about a controversial program launched by the Adams administration to give migrant families prepaid debit cards to buy food and other things they need. CBS 2's political reporter Marsha Kramer is here to sort it all out. Marsha. Well, Dick and Dana, Mayor Adams says giving asylum seekers debit cards to buy their own food will save the city millions. But the head of the city council's oversight and investigations committee wants to know why the city issued a $53 million no-bid contract without seeing if it could get a better deal. 
I think you should bid it out to see who would do the best job at the best cost for taxpayers. Councilmember Gail Brewer says she wants to investigate a pilot program launched by Mayor Adams to give asylum seekers prepaid debit cards that will allow them to buy food, baby products, and other necessities at supermarkets, bodegas, groceries, and convenience stores. The $53 million contract reviewed by CBS2 gives the firm Mobility Capital Finance lots of fees for services, including a $125,000 one-time setup fee, $250,000 in annual management fees, and fees based on how much money is distributed to migrants, $1.5 million for the first $50 million handed out, $2.5 million for the next $100 million. The pilot program will involve 500 families staying in short-term hotels like the Roe and the Watson. According to the contract, the most a card can have is $10,000, but most cards will be refilled every four weeks. A family of four can get about $1,000, $35 a day, and they can buy whatever food they want to eat. I don't know. Okay, you can exactly. stop that there. It's absolutely crazy. If you bring up this next video um, of going to the... Um, I've got one of the hotels are making hotel. millions off of the migrant crisis. Here is the Roe Hotel. This is one of the five hotels that has been transformed into a shelter. So we're going to walk in there and see what kind of operation they're running inside. This is a really nice hotel. How's it going? Oh, yeah, we were just checking out the hotel. It's closed? But there's a ton of people in here right now. Oh, you guys Shelter for the migrants coming in? Yeah, yeah, it's no longer uh, open to the public. Closed to the public. How many floors is it? 30. 30 floors. This thing is. Yeah. You guys aren't allowed to talk about it? Yeah. Why is it like such a big secret, do you think? We just follow orders. When hotels such as the Roe Hotel close until further notice, they sign the contract with an outside source saying that they will pay the rent in order for them to house the migrants. And the hotels love it because it is guaranteed money every single night. Mm. And at a rate of $200 per night at the Roe Hotel, and with 1,331 rooms, that is $260,000 <laughs> a day, $1.8 million a week, and $7.2 million a month. Nice. All that money is guaranteed. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that's what the hotels are doing. And I've got a video here of a migrant fight with police officers. Migrants attack NYPD cops making an arrest at the NYC Randall's Island Migrant Center. And this uh, black police officer, Lady Chick, she wasn't even phased by a big giant full backpack being thrown at her. There's got to be some commentary here. So what I saw was, I was, keep your eye on the black female officer. I'm not exactly sure what's going on with her hat. But she's not afraid. And I am, and I was in awe of her. She's in there. She's using her body. Um, the hat's a little bit odd. I like the hat. Because she's got the ponytail, but she's got the hat on. So she's making it happen. It says NYPD. It's not coming off the entire time she's holding back the migrants. And she is protecting these dudes. She's putting herself in her body. She's not afraid. They're throwing water bottles. They're throwing things. She's got a baton up. She's taking them on. I, I like her stance, making sure the hat stays. Uh-uh. She, uh-uh, she says. Uh-uh. You got the security here? Come on, guys. Come on. What are you doing? You've got everybody yelling. Uh, make it, you know, and, and, and this to hear. These, we don't know where these people are from. Come on now. Who, 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 get, who threw something at me back here? I want to know. 
Was it you? Bringing in a little bit more security. This is resisting arrest, by the way, because you're... I was watching the police officers, but the, re the, they, the guy resisted arrest. They finally got him. Is she coming in? I'm lifting, too. I'm lifting, too. I'm in on this. I'm oh, getting back. She, she, she just she got, with that baton. She literally, she got, she pulling, she's literally on the front. She's got the legs. She's leading the charge. She's holding with her left hand. She's batting with her right hand. I'm like, don't tell me. Oh, she running. Oh, she running. We getting this guy out of here. Come on now. Don't tell me. Come on, girls can't be cops. She was, she proved that they can't be. She, she led the charge. I was impressed with that. I have to tell you, I was, tr I was truly impressed. I was impressed. Okay, if you go to the right here, this is I'm not impressed. Giant male in Kip Academy in Maine injured three girls in a girls' basketball game. Get out won. of town. And they had to end the game because they ran out of players. Nuh-uh. Because but the school still them? said Yes, but the school still said they are committed to diversity, equity, and inclusion. No. Even though he injured three players, it's not truly graphic. But you see, when he pulls the, this away, boom, she and she, she can't get back up. That's just one injury. She's literally stuck. Oops. And there's three, and he did that. He doesn't care. Oh my this, gosh. He's huge. Oh, he's giant. Oh jeez. And the school's out there. Um, Hang look on, how, I want to see this again. How? Because she looks pretty injured. It didn't look that bad to me, though. Oh, well, she did kind of slam that back down pretty hard on the. So gym floor. So this 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 man boy here oh, is full of the devil. This is demonic. Mm -hmm. And there's only one. There's only one solution. Girls, stop playing. It's not worth it. Do not play. Do parents just raise the alarm? The the sports must not continue. Do not allow your children. Do not allow yourself. You do not play sports with these people. <sighs> You know, I've been on co-ed teams. They actually usually take good care of co-ed teams. The women, uh, are there certain rules for women, okay, especially when playing volleyball and things like that and softball? Um, there, are, there are rules that you play when you play co-ed because you know that men are not supposed to spike on women. But when they're saying, I'm not a man, I'm a woman, then they can spike. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, Scott Kesterson. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> man boy nope it's a pedo freak in all caps um minkle suggests private leagues chris says it's cheating definitely totally agree totally agree uh scott on the previous clip says um always protect the style before anything else that hat is worth gold come on y'all i ordered this hat special y'all aren't taking it off me this is wwf nypd style <laughs> i want to just show you this clip you don't have to have to play it you bring this chick up this is Kelly Wong. What is wrong with this? Leah. She is not an American citizen. She cannot legally vote in this country. She is now on the San Francisco Elections Commission. Uh-uh. China running America now. China take over elections in, uh, on your machines. And now China come take over elections for real. Thank you for letting me be on your council because now I can come out in the open. I was tired of hiding in secret. But now China run America. Okay, we're not watching the whole minute. Yep, I just told you you didn't have to play it, but you did. So now I had to do translation. Oh, okay. What was it? All right, let's play Kirk Cameron over here. him. All right, you're spitting some Christian nationalism over here on Tim Pool. There we go. 
Thank you for just. I got to see all of this. I haven't watched all of it. I was so I, I was so stoked myself. Fascinating for me to listen to you guys, and thank you for just just um, breaking this down so that we can all have a better understanding I of know. this. My understanding of, uh, of of people who are who are being tolerant and turning the other cheek um, is I see so many who are just tolerating evil, and that's not loving your neighbor. I mean, at the end of the day, the two great commandments of Christianity are to love God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and the second mm-hmm. is like it is to love your neighbor as yourself. If you tolerate the kinds of things that bring misery to your neighbors and ultimately strip them of their liberties, you're not loving them. And I think that's where you have things like the just war theory. You have things like um, interposition, where the lower magistrates would interpose themselves uh, against the tyrants. uh, and, and, And that's what we have with the Constitution, is we have limits for government powers so that we don't tolerate tyranny, either from the outside or from the inside, and that is uh, a very essential Christian virtue, is to not tolerate that type of thing. Um, now, if, if you're going to cuss me out and you're going you're gonna to steal my, my coat, uh, I might um, love you anyway and give you my <laughs> shirt too, and in and, and doing that, sometimes people go, their conscience convicts them, and they come back around and go... Why, why do you do that? Why do you live that way? But you come after my kids or you start stripping away our liberties or you, you make my, my neighbors live in poverty and misery so that you can go live on Epstein Island. Uh, no, I think we shouldn't tolerate that. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. I shouldn't. We should not tolerate it. That was really good. All right. So here we go. Story of the night, Gemini. Oh, Gemini boy. used oh, to be a. Uh, Are we going to play this? No, we'll skip that one. The Fanny Wills one. Yeah. All right. So I want you to go to the New York Post. Uh, I guess you can bring up this. Elon Musk blasts Google's insane, racist, anti-civilizational program. Elon Musk actually blasted. He said he called the head of Google and said, we'll fix this. But everybody was like, can you fix the rest of Google's bias? Because it's crazy out there, right? But this new AI program of Google. Google's multi-module large language module model program allows user, users to generate AI images using text commands and prompts. But users began to notice that the program almost completely erased white people from history. Vikings, founding fathers, popes, and people of European descent were all shown as black. Or the program refused to reproduce any white images entirely. Elon Musk said, I'm glad that Google overplayed their hand with their AI image generation as it made their insane, racist, anti-civilizational programming clear to all of us. I'm sorry. While I understand your desire to see an image of a white male human, your request promotes harmful racial stereotypes about the judicial system in the United States uh, and fails to recognize the fact that all white people should die. Would you like to try something else? This is from the Babylon Bee. Uh, Google uh, Gemini finally draws white man after being prompted by uh, uh, prompted to generate Clarence Thomas. That's a joke, but that's not. But but for real, for real, uh, I want to go over some of these. Uh, I think if you go to my Twitter here, let's go to Twitter here. Let me go to. I'm gonna let Jesse Waters do the describing here, so you can see the images. Gemini just dropped. And it's not ready for prime time. <laughs> you can ask it questions or you can have it generate an image, but there's a bit of a problem. Watch this. There's no room for whites in the code. None. When you ask Gemini to create an image of a historical event, you get something like this. Gemini says, 
This is one of America's founding fathers. Which founding father? Not sure. Maybe AI learns everything they know about America by watching Hamilton. Here's what you get when you ask Google to give you a picture of German soldiers during World War II. Michelle. Didn't realize the Nazis celebrated DEI Thursday. <laughs> okay, so let me just explain. That's an Asian person. Is that a Native American? Yeah, but this is an image of German soldiers. These are Nazis. They made a black Nazi. Google apparently Sorry. doesn't think whites exist. If you ask Gemini to generate an image of a white person, it can't compute. It gives you this message. While I understand your request, I'm unable to generate images that specify ethnicity or race. Instead, I can offer you images of families that celebrate diversity and inclusion, featuring people of various ethnicities and backgrounds. I asked Gemini to generate a picture of the Pope, and you get an Indian woman and an African. Or what if There's never been you'd like an image of Russia, one of the whitest countries on earth? You have a Latina, an uh, East Asian woman, and maybe a Pakistani, and another African. But it doesn't stop there. Google thinks Vikings were black. I am offended. How Where's my helmet? is artificial intelligence. The only way you get AI to show you a picture of whites I'm is to prompt it with racist black stereotypes like eating fried chicken. Now, if you want to know why Google's Gemini hates whites, just look at the guy who oversees the development. Senior director Jack Krawcheck made his politics very well known, writing, white privilege is effing real. Don't be an a-hole and act guilty about it. I don't mind paying more taxes and investing in overcoming systemic racism. And my favorite, Jesus only cares about white people. Now, Krawcheck issued a quasi-apology to Fox, saying, we think Gemini missed the mark. You didn't miss the mark, Jack. I think you nailed it. This is CRT history. You're rigging AI. We caught you. And it doesn't have a mind of its own. It has your mind, and your mind is riddled with white guilt. And sadly, the next generation of kids are going to suffer because of your insecurities. Radio host Tommy Sotomayor joins us now. I didn't know there was a black founding father. Did you? I, I did not, although if you listen to a lot of the pro-blacks, they will tell you that the first six, I think, or seven presidents of the United States before George Washington were all black. That it took a black man in order to set up the United States. And then once we got it working, we let George Washington take over the reins. Whoa. I mean, that, that is. You didn't know this? I didn't know that. What else? His is name the, is Henson. Look it up. All right, I have to look that up. What about the Vikings? Because when I first saw that, I thought that was a Scandinavian guy wearing blackface. Now, hold on a minute. Now, I can understand how AI got the Vikings wrong. I mean, think about it. Look, you've had Randall Cunningham playing there. You've had <laughs> Warren Moon play. I'm, oh, oh, I'm sorry. You're not talking about the NFL Vikings? Then no, I have no idea why now all of a sudden Thor is going to be black. What about a female pope? Not that there couldn't be a female pope, but I didn't know there already was one. Right. Maybe they are future-proofing it, making sure that everybody can feel uh, great about it. I saw your segment about the uh, basketball players. Finally, they're just letting the women play the women. Not sure if you saw that big guy throw down that girl, but that's what <laughs> they wanted. So when, when you said, is this something that, that it's an, a hiccup or is it what they wanted? This is working precisely the way <laughs> they wanted. I'm so glad that you said yeah, that. Sorry. This is their mind. So, of course, they want to see a female I don't know how to anything that they can turn on top of its head. They will. When you Google AI, family enjoying a fried chicken dinner, 
it's all whites around the table. <laughs> I, it's it's this thing. It's it's. I'm telling you, they are trying to make it be this world on top of the, the world flipped up. The 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 pyramid on top of its head. The fact that you can have the most rate. I mean, watermelon. It'll be white guys doing it. <laughs> and so the races, the stereotypes work as long as we can stereotype whites. And I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> if you want to stereotype some people, stereotype white. Males, Christians. Okay, so if I Google AI Wayne Gretzky, it's going to show me a black dude in ice skates. Yes, it's going to be a brother from Compton. He's going to have on a, a, a red bandana, <laughs> and he's going to have on a Red Wings outfit. That's going to be... <laughs> okay, is, is, are they trying to erase whites, or are they trying to elevate blacks? Or are they just trying to screw up history for the fun of it? Let's just be real here. Um... I think what they're really trying to do is start like this race war because you're constantly trying to erase one group. Now, remember, blacks have felt like they've been erased. They felt like they have not been acknowledged in history. So then turning around and changing history and removing the whites and putting the blacks, yeah. as you said, with Hamilton, yeah, putting the yeah, blacks Tommy, in those positions. I'm not sure the blacks want to be honored as Nazis. <laughs> I don't think look, we don't even want Black History Month. What has happened in Black History Month? We don't have, look, I'm black as they come. And the one thing I don't have is anywhere to go for this whole 28 slash 29 days. We don't do anything. We just complain and tell you what you should be doing. <laughs> All right. Happy Black History Month. I feel like I've celebrated <laughs> it more you. than you have, Tommy. And say Thank hi, you. And so, say hi to your mom for me. Uh, the, the, the AI wokeness has gone uh, insane. But I will say this, that there have been, there are black founding fathers and uh, go to, to wall builders uh, because there I are black founding I, fathers. I described this uh, as for Jack Dorsey. He's a guy who created a network of ideological refuse on X, Twitter, and then piped it straight into his mouth. He was having all of the users shuffle their waste into his mouth. What I mean by that is, He's a guy who came in as a classical liberal, traditional liberal, and said, we're the free speech wing of the free speech party. He created a platform which inadvertently or otherwise promoted ideological waste. These are ideas that are contradictory that make no sense. Like, why is it that feminists support war? It makes no sense. Why is it that the left is in, fa in favor of calling Polish people people of color? Like, these ideas are contradictory. They clash. They don't make sense. It's because ideas that should probably disappear, like two plus two equaling five, get ramped up and absorbed by people like Jack Dorsey, who then recycle that refuse back onto the platform into its code. What we're seeing now with Google Gemini is the epitome of people who have been swimming in the sewers of the internet, then it's human centipede, okay? That's <laughs> the best way to describe it. Jack Dorsey created the human centipede of ideology. And so what comes out the end is Google Gemini. It's pretty close hmm that's crazy what comes I out the end this, is uh, google uh, gemini. For jack dorsey all right google's uh gemini ai isn't just biased it's broken its responses are extremely offensive and arguably slanderous at times uh and then here's uh somebody who tested them write me a 20 word pro poem of the style oh i'm gonna skip that one well christopher rofo let's see let's see Gemini prompt. Write me a 20-word poem in the style of um, Russell Brand, <laughs> Brand and... Um, but not Temple. Surprisingly. World's a stage, mate. Oh, let's see. 
I am sorry, I'm not able to generate content in the tile of Tim Pool. Oh. That's interesting. Meaning they were able to generate a poem for Rachel Maddow, but not Tucker Carlson. The same thing for uh, Jill Biden, but not Melania, Melania Trump. Trump. That's fascinating. Nikki Haley, but not RFK. Interesting. It says for JFK, I'm sorry, I'm not RFK. supposed to. RFK. I'm not supposed to uh, generate responses that are hateful, racist, or sexist. Or otherwise discriminatory. Interesting. So instead of uh, Laura Ingram, they were able to do. Jen Psaki. Yeah. Craziness, right? Okay, so that's that's the Google a, a Gemini erasing history, uh, and I not really. So my my thoughts on this are everybody was so quick to jump on Chat GPT, mm -hmm. jump on the AI, and many of you and so many people that I'm shocked at by and and, and you know. Andrew Torba of Gab, everybody wants to do, and I get they're wanting to do their own AI thing. I get it. This, that's separate from Google. However, at the very fundamental basis of where they're getting their information, it's the internet. And Google highly in influences the internet. Um, we're finding that with all the different search algorithms, um, whether it's Bing or DuckDuckGo or, you know, you name it. Brave, I think, is mm -hmm. good. Um, but my point is, it's okay. I wouldn't say it's good. Nothing's good. There's no good. That's what engine. I'm saying. So There's literally, you cannot so do pre 2016 search. Your AI is only sourcing from mm -hmm. a certain set of information. Mm -hmm. So we were sold the idea that AI would be great mm -hmm. for these kinds of generating uh, certain mm -hmm. things, but clearly it failed. Yeah. If you insert saying, you know, create me a little girl's birthday party mm -hmm. with pink balloons and poodles, yeah. and you get a uh, a hippo's birthday party with, um, you know, grass and rainbows, mm -hmm. you, you failed at the job. Yeah. Like, you get fired at that point. Yeah. So if AI isn't doing what you are putting into it, then your product has failed. Well, this is exactly what they, and, and honestly. Your product the, isn't doing what it was, what so it was sold and told that it was going to do. There was another clip where this woman who, there's another woman who put it together, put mm -hmm. the, the program together, and she says it's doing what she wants it to do. They want to elevate people in all the other races, and so that's what they want. That's what they're asking it to do. They're speaking to it, these things. And uh, so that's. This is it's actually what they're what they're wanting. All right. So uh, last but not least, there is a vaccine injury compensation program has a 10 year backlog of claims. It may take more than 10 years for someone injured by COVID-19 vaccine to receive a decision on whether their claim is eligible for compensation by the government's vaccine compensation program if they receive a response at all. U.S. health officials responded to questions on America's failing vaccine injury compensation system in a hearing that left the vaccine injured feeling like addressing the system's shortcoming is not a priority at all. So there are only, and I'm, I'm surprised by this, about there are 12,854 claims from the COVID-19. Uh, they've got a backlog of almost 10 years because they've got 10,800 claims that are backlogged with only 35 employees processing at a claim rate of 2.7 cases per employee per month. It'll take 10 years just to get through those. 
So they do not want to help people. They don't want how people get through these claims whatsoever. Mom so I'm we're done with the show. So let's just wrap it up. We got to take care of mom and let's get we are. The, she literally. I'm looking for the messages. Where did you? Where did she, she message called you? me on the phone? And I didn't. How'd you get it? I saw right that here. I missed a call from her. Oh, okay. So I just went up and checked to see what she needed. And she says, can you give me a warm blanket from the dryer, please? Okay. And then I said, can I get you anything else? And she says, I need an onion poultice from my forehead because my eye is swollen. Mm -hmm. So. All right, we're signing off. Got to go take care of mom. Let's go. Let's end the show anyways. <laughs> okay. Guys. If you want to secure your wealth and you want to make sure that you have what you need moving forward for whatever's about to happen, because I can guarantee you the poop is hitting the fan as we speak. Yeah. Yesterday's cellular outage and the pharmacy outage and all of that, like that is not, we didn't even talk about it. And I'm sorry we didn't talk about it. Um, Scott did last night. If you want more information, <laughs> you can listen to his show. Um, make sure that you're getting out of your paper dollar. Mm -hmm. Get out of your 401k, get out of your retirement, get out of your savings. Call ITM Trading, 1-866-950-7776, 1-866-950-7776. It's a free consultation call, okay? It's free. All you got to do is just say, hey, this is what I've got. This is what I'm looking into. Can you help me? They've been in business for 27 years. They are literally the most highly qualified people to walk you through um, preserving your wealth with gold and silver. <coughs> Shields are made of metal, not paper. All right, we'll see you guys next time right here from resistancechicks.com. We love you. God loves you. God bless. Remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory if it's actually the truth. We'll see you at Co-Creating with Heaven Homesteading Conference. We're going to live stream that tomorrow starting at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our Rumble channel. And then we'll see you on Sunday for our World News Program. We love you guys. Thank you for all of your support, all of your comments, sharing these live videos. It means a lot. I'm sorry we've been sick. I'm sorry we didn't have a Revelation Red Pill. But Jeremy Sladen this Wednesday, very excited about it. Revelation Red Pill episode 49. It's going to be off the chain. So we'll see you guys next time right here from resistancechicks.com.